Oh my goodness. I am so, as always, super duper excited. I am so excited because we have the phenomenal, the amazing, the juicy, and you'll find out why we call her juicy in a moment, Shardine Blake. She is on here and I am so delighted that she has joined Superwomen Can podcast today. But more importantly, we know that Superwomen Can is a podcast curated to elevate women of colour and allies to be their true successful versions of themselves, smashing through what is now concrete, concrete people, concrete ceilings and getting to the highest heights. And it's possible. We can do it because superwomen can, and we are indeed all superwomen. So we have a superwoman, Shardine Blake here, and I'm delighted and excited for her to share more about herself. Without further ado, I don't want to steal thunder. Tell me all about you. Hiya, thanks for having me on, Samantha. This is really, really exciting. Um, So I am a professionally trained actress and I coach people in public speaking. And the reason I do that is because even though I was a trained actress and I was absolutely fine standing on stage, being a character, living the life of somebody else, like I had no problem doing that at all. When it came to being me, I would literally crumble. Like I would go to an audition room and they'd ask me things about myself and I'd be like, oh, like I'd stutter, I'd go all red, I didn't know what to say. And I and it, it basically boiled down to like, I didn't really know who I was. I didn't really have much confidence who I was. My self-esteem was quite low. And I started to do a lot of personal development, lots of courses and stuff like that. And one day it all just clicked. I was like, hold on a minute. And I just started getting on stage. I started speaking as me, sharing what I had to say. And um, I used my training as an actress, like I used the vocal techniques and all of that stuff. Um, and like together, oh my God, I just felt like unstoppable, like so, so confident. So now I share that with other women because I feel like it should be something that's ingrained in us from when we're very, very little. You're unstoppable. I couldn't I couldn't help but do those lyrics. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that is amazing. You are you are a fireball, definitely. Now, Juicy Shardine, <laughs> there's other things that you do. And I, I I excitedly see these every single morning. Please tell us how juicy you are. <laughs> so I love a green juice because when I had my son. I was, I think I put on five stone. And then when I had him, I couldn't lose that weight. Like Heat Magazine and all of that lied to me. You know, all these celebrities, they have a baby and then like, <laughs> like super slim, all of that. I thought that would happen and that did not happen. Um, and so I got really ill. Like I had really inflamed wrists. I couldn't pick my son up. It really hurt. And I was sent away with like a repeat prescription for anti-inflammatories. And when I went to get this repeat prescription, not even joking, um, I went into Tesco to the pharmacy and on the way I stopped at the newspaper stand and I opened a paper and it opened on this article that said, don't take anti-inflammatories long term, instead cut out sugar, processed foods. And so that's what I did. And I started juicing. I had a green juice every day. I stopped eating processed food. I cut out meat. I cut out dairy. And within nine months, I had lost all the weight. I totally cured my wrists. 
with no medication whatsoever and I just felt the best I'd ever felt in my life after like a decade of yo-yo dieting I felt amazing so that's how I started on my little journey of personal development my mind was so clear I think I'd been in such a brain fog for so many years I started like sounds a bit weird but like I started to hear my intuition like I could start to hear little like little nudges in my day like go to the library pick up this yeah. book and that's how I started getting into personal development because I thought it was for losers I was like <laughs> for losers. like why would I do that that is honestly how I used to think and then once my mind was clear I was like hang on a minute this makes total sense so what I do because I'm a big believer now in creating your own opportunities so as an as an actress like the industry is it can be really tough and brutal and hideous at times and I thought you know what I love being on camera and I've got something to share so I started a breakfast show called the daily juice where I make a green juice and I give a little pep talk to get people started on the day because I was sick of like watching Piers Morgan slag off Meghan Markle every morning I just couldn't do it (laughs) (laughs) so that's why I'm juicy watch the daily extremely juicy and those prep talks and you do it on Instagram right um well actually we've moved to YouTube you can find it on Instagram yeah but we've Mm -hmm. moved to YouTube branching out a little bit amazing and I'm going to put the link down to that because it does give you what you need to kickstart your day. And oh, and one thing I know that for you, Shardine, getting to that point wasn't an easy. You had to go through things, you know, you're look, look how confident she is. Beautiful, confident lady that she is. She's gone through stuff. We know that as black women, generally speaking, we all go through some sort of battle. So I'd be interested to know, Shardine. What were your setbacks that got you to have your set up for success? Um, well, first of all, I chose to be an actress, which is just literally full of no's. <laughs> like setback uh, after setback. Um, but I've got two children and I am, I don't, I don't know why I never really say like I'm a single mom, but I am like, I'm on my own with my two kids. I just kind of don't, I don't know, feel it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I feel like the in the past, especially, there's been like quite a negative connotation attached, saying like, "Oh, yeah, I'm a single mom," and like in pop culture, single moms get like slagged off, or they're like the butt of a joke or whatever. But actually, like my life's a bit easier. (laughs) Should I say that? I feel like it's easier being on my own with my children. I feel like um. Yeah, it's a setback in that it's just me and the children. And like, even if you're in a relationship, being a mother, you have that emotional load that you have to deal with. You have all the mundane day to day of like just keeping your children fed and clean and going to clubs or appointments or school. Like all of that is so, I don't think it's spoken about enough. It's just like a given, isn't it? Guess yeah. what? You, you've got to look after the house, everything. And on top of that, be a successful woman. Like it is a lot. Modern society. It, it yeah. is a lot. So Shadin, absolutely agree. I've got five children and um, one on the way, as you know, number six. And I agree. I, <laughs> my husband works nights and I'm not, I'm not kidding you. When he's working nights, that means I've got to do the, I've got to do the whole hog of, putting the kids to bed, um, cleaning the house on my own, 
um, even sitting down and eating on my own and then um, getting the kids ready in the morning. Just, it's not, it's nowhere by far the same as yourself. I do get support and I know that you get support as well, you know, but what I find is the organization is bang on when I'm on my own, like literally boom, boom, boom. Things just happen. And it's because I'm not waiting for anyone else to do it. I'm not expecting that like you sit there going, he's going to get, he's going to get that done. He's going to move that laundry. He's going to, and it doesn't happen. And I, I realize that when I don't have that expectation that someone else is going to have my back or do something for me or be there, I can just get it done. You know, he went away for a week to um, his sister's wedding and his sister, and, sorry, his niece's wedding. And this is the whole week was the best week. No, I love my husband. You're a darling. If you're watching this, I love you, darling. Um, but it was the best week. It was just so organized. My house was the cleanest it's ever been. I have no idea, but things just worked. And I think you're not, you're not, it's not took a war. You just get on with it, don't you? Yeah. I think it is that it's like that. I feel like I do, I think I do do more, but in a way it feels a bit like less. Yeah, because you're not. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but I don't know. It's right. It is that emotional, that mental thing of thinking. I'm not doing that because you're not doing that. And that that's quite exhausting where like you're right, if you just do it, done, you have to think about it. So in terms of like setbacks and things like that, I think the one thing that I had to really get my head around and stay true to was defining my own version of success because some people would look at me and say, well, you walked away from like a relationship and a whole lifestyle or and that might have been successful for them. Like, but I've got to stay true to what my definition of successful is. And um, like that to, to stay somewhere where I know it's not right. Like I know deep down in my soul, it isn't right. That to me would be like the biggest obstacle for my life. And I think it, it was a case of like knowing if I didn't step out of that, I wouldn't be the person that I'm meant to be. Like, it just wouldn't have happened. Like, I would not be doing Daily Juice. I wouldn't be on this podcast. Wow. Like, I know that stuff wouldn't have really fallen into place for me because I'd have been too busy trying to put myself in a box or in a role to make that relationship work. And that's no good for me. And that's no good. That's no, like, um, that's no way. Nothing. I don't want my children to look up to that and be like, oh, right, to be successful, I have to play small or be someone that I'm really not I love it and you're incredibly successful at what you do you are like like a fireball like literally like honestly you do what you do and you do it to the best of your abilities but you get results for what you're doing as well what tips would because to me I love your outlook and I, I it never occurred to me even just saying single mother because it's got a negative connotation and you've removed that now I'm just a mother and how that kind of shifts the way that you feel inside it never occurred to me but yeah that makes sense what tips would you give to other mothers <laughs> whether or not they are I don't even know what's word it because I want to make sure it stays positive now that we've got you well you can say single like, say single and like whatever like I don't feel like I feel like that's fine so tell me then what tips would you give to women who are wanting to be successful in their game, their mothers, they may not be, they're still maybe trying or whatever it is, but they want to be successful. They want to be, you know, achieve your level of success or even more as they continue to progress in life. What tips would you give them? I, I think you all the time, aren't you? 
But I, th- I think the most important thing is that you start to believe in yourself and you trust your own vision, yeah. intuition, because I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in what like society might think is the, the ideal thing for you to do, family, your husband, your partners. Like, I think you've really ha- got to get a clear vision of what you want your life to be and believe it is possible for you because one of the best things I ever learned in personal development is that your mind has to prove you right so if and your mind set up to to help you in that way so if I'm out here thinking like I'm I'm useless or like I'm just not gonna be very successful or I'm just gonna earn a certain amount of money my mind goes oh okay then let's go and do that and then it it shuts me off to any opportunity that means I'm going to be bigger than that so I've realized that I have to believe like the absolute most outlandish things about myself actually like probably (laughs) borderline delusional but I have to (laughs) I am like capable of success because my mind goes oh you think you've got your own breakfast tv show oh uh well let's go make that happen then and it starts to look for so you're using your reticular activating system your reticular activating system is the filter for your mind so that you're not overwhelmed by everything it literally just filters out what you tell it so I'm telling my reticular activating system right I've got my own breakfast show here and it's going to be on a streaming platform and so my mind then goes look, looks for these opportunities and what you think are coincidences it's like oh I really wanted to do this and then that person just happened to like know someone who could help me and you think what a coincidence but it's not it's your reticular activating system oh I've honed in on that opportunity but if you feel like if I was like right I really want a breakfast show but oh I don't know how to do it or like no one's going to give it me then my mind just goes all right just shuts down and we don't ever look at that again like it's a thing like and I can't stress this enough like just how do you think like these middle-aged white men become so successful because they believe that they are and then their mind just looks for all these opportunities do you know what I mean like once that was also a game changer like once Trump got voted in (laughs) that changed my perspective of actual my reality I was like what like how does he believe he can do this yeah and like and then like even through like COVID I was like why is this crufty old white man telling me stuff (laughs) we know it's not even true like these perfect and like I'm not saying being competent I'm not saying lie I'm not saying I'm saying stay true to you and your integrity but if these people can be this successful with like an ounce of competence then look how talented (laughs) we all are and and the only thing that's holding us back is that belief I promise you that is it it's just like have the confidence of an old white man like (laughs) that's what you need because, do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like they're so confident. And why? <laughs> My life is privileged. But I absolutely, I love what you're saying. I couldn't even stop laughing just then. But I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I completely agree. Like, I literally just say I'm a multi-millionaire. And the opportunities that come into my presence. I mean, even looking at last year, gifted to me must have been in the in excess of 40,000 pound in terms of opportunities whether it was going on a retreat you know going on um you know various different things I had that were just gifted to me and they just kept coming thick and flat fast initially I was like no too fast and then I had to deal with my mindset to say 
this is what I wanted. Open the door. Do not cancel the pizza and accept it. All the abundance that's coming. And it sure did. It has changed my life. Last year was a catalyst and this year is set to be even bigger and grander. So I can only imagine. And if you can just hear Shardine, like you've literally, she's a fireball, fireball, juicy fireball, and she is going to rock it. So I am extremely excited to see where she lands next because it's landing next. There'll be somewhere else going on from there. And I've, I've got another question. I'm just going to look at my little notes here. So I don't, because there's so much things swishing in my head from that conversation. I know that you have um, loads of things that you've got planned. And I know that they're all going to come to fruition. You've got things that you're going on now. You're helping so many women. You're just smashing open all these concrete ceilings. Now, tell me, there's something that's coming up quite soon. And it's a school of confidence, which I am excited about for you. Tell me more about this. And how it's going to make individuals, women successful. Yeah. So I just, like I said, like, I feel like if we can get this confidence, this self-belief, that is a massive part of living out the dream, whatever dream it is that you have yourself, I think it's a massive part of it. And everyone always asks me, like, how are you so confident? So I've set up a school of confidence and it's called How Not to Shit Your Pants. Because Mm -hmm. what I realised was... The reason you don't do things is because you get that, like, oh, my God, I'm going to shit myself feeling. But you know it's scary. You know it's the right thing to do. You know, like, it's going to be a big, like, step in your gate, like, your life for you. But you just get scared. Like, it's totally normal. It's just flight or fight response. It's the same feeling if you were going to speak on stage, but you're not, you're not confident in public speaking. It's that. So I was teaching a lot of women about public speaking, about getting them out there about being themselves and like being authentic and it boiled down to that I was like you know that shit your pants feeling you're gonna have it and you've got to learn how to overcome it so my school of confidence is that how not to shit your pants and it's all this stuff that I know about personal development and public speaking about like just waking up every day and thinking like how can I be the best version of me now how can I live my best life today and so I've I've made um some courses some master classes we're going to have live events something I'm so so excited about is Uh, we're having a networking event and the first one is the 31st of January and it's in Warrington it's super easy to get to all the information will be on my website and social media but the other thing I've realized is it's so much easier to do this sort of stuff when you're surrounded by people who are of the same mindset because if you're out there and people think you're a bit delusional then they're going to try and they're going to keep saying to you like be realistic like come on be real how are you going to do that and the thing is like what is real because you can spend your time worrying about the worst case scenario and it isn't happening or you can spend your time imagining be it all working out like wonderfully and that's not happening either and your mind doesn't even know the difference between a real event or imagined event but as you're thinking those things it's like a mental rehearsal and again you're telling your reticular activating system that information so if you're like catastrophizing worrying it's all going to go wrong your mind will be like oh okay it's going wrong let's find opportunities for it to go wrong But if you're thinking about, yes, this is amazing, it's all working out, your mind goes, right, let's find those opportunities. So what you don't need in your life is people saying like, come on, let's be real, when really they're not being real, just they're just thinking worst case scenario. 
So I think it's really helpful, and this has helped me so much, to surround myself with people who are of the same thinking of, do you know what, why don't we just think about the best case scenario? I'm not saying we don't plan for things. I'm just saying let's have that expectation. And then when you've got other people around you and you're saying, my goal is to have a TV show, a breakfast TV show, and then the women around you are like, yeah, well, who do I know? Well, how can I help you? That's so much more helpful than someone going like, yeah, but how are you going to do that? And I just think, well, someone's going to do it. So why not me? Like, yeah. Keith Morgan can do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just need a mouth at the end of the day and something to say. It, I don't I don't believe it's that hard. I feel like we make things harder than they actually are. So networking, to have this um, community of people, community of women is part of this school of confidence. And I just want people to learn all this stuff about how the mind works, about even the vocal techniques, breathing techniques, all of this stuff if you want to speak on stage. And I think this is really important that sometimes our voices are quite minimised. I feel like in the last few years, especially like women of colour, I feel like we're getting out there more and more. Yay. But for years and years, I was a bit like, I, I, I don't know, I just put myself in a box. Like, I don't know about you. I'm sure you didn't. But I felt like I put myself <laughs> in a box, especially when it came to culture and who I am. I was just like, no, I was just going to, I sort of shrank a little bit. I'm not doing that anymore. I agree. Because I think if, if there's any kind of box that I was in, it was the corporate box being there in that setting. There's only, you were so restricted all the time, but now only my own business. Like I am ah, myself all the time. I have, I, to be honest, I have probably different versions of myself and I'm happy that I can go in between and that's all me and it's fine. Um, I love who I am. I love how I, I project myself and yeah, you know, I'm pointing the wrong way. My thing is the opposite way. The, you know, everything you've said about networking, network, like I said, your network is your net worth. I love that saying, surround yourself with like-minded people. Exactly what you just said. We have to surround ourselves with like-minded people, people who will elevate you and help you to grow. Be Listening to this podcast right now is being around like-minded people that will help to elevate you and help you to grow. And that's what we need to be doing with each other. Don't limit that. Like literally saying I'm a multimillionaire, I've said it. I, I actually believe that I am a multimillionaire, you know, literally. You know, I may not see it in my bank account just yet, but you wait and see. It was, it's coming. And I love that you, like, I, I don't feel like a mad person saying that to you. I don't. Well, guess no. what? I surround myself with, guess who I, I purposely surround myself with? People who are multi-millionaires. Like, that is who I surround. I go and seek them out and go into their company. Not because of their energy, but because I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to evolve and I want to elevate. And I don't just do it for myself. I do it for others because I want there to be a train of women doing the same thing. So attend an event that you've got, that sounds really exciting. That will be down below and i love to see you there so that is amazing get out there you know really showcase who you are by being with people who can show you as well um now ooh, 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 that's exciting I, I can't wait for you to start buzzing around and showing us more of what you've got out into the putting out into the world because the world will not be the same without what you've got let's just be real here now it I know that you've got to this level of success and you, you're continuing to fire rocket your fireball, as I mentioned. 
Now, if you had a looking glass, if you were to go five years into the future, what would you say to yourself in five years? Because like you said, you've put so much out there into the world. Where do you see yourself? What What's going to happen in, in the next next five years for you, would you say? I, I feel like the next five years, within five years, arena tour. Like, I want to take how not to shit your pants out on the road. So I've got a podcast that I'm launching very soon. I want to take that out. And I want, yeah. I, want I am going to do an arena tour where you can come to my show. You know, like if you went to see, I went to see Beyonce once, right? And the audience was such a mix of women and mainly women. And I remember Beyonce saying, let me hear you if you feel like a queen. And there was a woman next to me and she was like probably in her mid to late 60s. And she was like, yeah, I'm a queen. And honestly, you just, she just changed, her energy totally changed. And in that minute, I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that for people. So how not to shoot your pants arena tour, come, feel good, but have like tangible steps to when you go away and you think, you know what? I'm going to take these action steps. I'm going to change my life. I want people to know that what they're living now, if they're not happy with it, that doesn't have to be it till you die. So definitely arena tour, book, how not to shit your pants, the book, the TV show, the daily juice. So like a whole production company. Yeah. That's the thing. Can you you see it? I can, I can see everything you've just said. I I don't, I don't even see it as a, as a, like it's, it's anything that is not unaccomplishable. Like I'm like, you're already there. Like it's literally five years. I think that you'll be on your own yacht by then. You'd be like, I'm going to do a talk on a yacht. Yeah. But I feel like to have, I heard somebody say that, um, who was it? I heard somebody talk about, who they were asked who their hero was and they said my hero is me in five years time I want to in five years time I want to be somebody who I would look up to and think oh my god you're my hero oh amazing I like that oh that I don't know what made why that made me feel and I, I know why that made me feel a little bit emotional it's because um I there was a woman recently and one of the things she said was that I don't I don't believe in the word success and um and when she said that, she said, because it's just been diluted, it's it's lost its bite, it's not as juicy anymore. I don't like using the word juicy now you've been on today. And um, I, it made me think, you know, what is people's definition of success? And it made, what made me think is that we define success for ourselves. We have to define success for ourselves because if your success, your success might be one thing, my success might be a completely different one. If I look back at what I expected myself to be at 17, I have far superseded that person. 17-year-old me didn't even think I could go to uni. 17-year-old me didn't think I would be able to achieve... Masters was out of this world. I wouldn't even think I would be able to achieve that. And I've managed that. I've got uh, went and did a degree, went and did master's. I went and traveled the world. The things I bought a home, these things don't happen in my family, in my community. It doesn't happen. And to hear people saying to me, you are successful, you are inspiring and all that good stuff. And you do it alongside six with six, well, nearly six children. I understand that I have responsibility now. And yes, in five years time, I would love to be like, I can't imagine being 
the best version of myself and saying you are my hero wow that that is powerful like can you whoever's listening to this 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 is this is showing this is just little nuggets you're getting from Shardine this is just a tiny piece of what she's capable of but that's already set my mind going zoom think to yourself the same thing that she just said like how can you be your own hero in five years time that is beautiful what does that look like who do you look like like? who do you look like if you are your own hero five years from now whoa that's just blown me away I tell you that's blown me away that's really got me into some juicy thinking there (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say this on this juicy thing (laughs) yeah I don't know what it is it's good I love it juicy it's staying it's staying it's you know it's it's staying for the rest of the podcast (laughs) if you want to paint in that then go for it (laughs) no seriously that is that's powerful and we've you've shared so much great stuff but what was what is the key things like if you had five tips to share with a woman uh, just setting out or even just you know wanting to just what are the five tips you would give them to take away let's just do a takeaway a takeaway so um yeah like what you've just said define what success is for you forget everybody else forget what people have tried to, what you're conditioned to think society thinks I know it's really hard but sometimes even your own family like my dad wanted me to be a solicitor and I was like what <laughs> I've been brought up in a house full of culture music that's telling me to like stand up to fight all this stuff and you want me to sit at a desk you know <laughs> that isn't me but for other people that would be so but like sometimes you you fall into this thinking of oh yeah I'm gonna be this but is that because your family said that or because that's what society says gut so define that success for yourself and listen to your gut like listen to who you are um secondly believe that you can do whatever it is that you want to do and if you find that too much of a stretch which I totally get because 10 years ago I probably couldn't have done that well I definitely couldn't do that that's why I wasn't successful because I just couldn't believe that I could be so one thing that really helped me when I first started personal development was saying to myself everything is always working out for me that's all you have to because it takes away the bigness of your goal but if everything's working out for you you're still getting what you want because it's working out for you and even if that's like down to like the small things like oh traffic's parting for me traffic parts for me you know Samantha (laughs) (laughs) I was driving with sister-in-law she's like oh my god there's never any traffic when you're on the road I was like I know because everything's working out (laughs) if you can just repeat that as a mantra and start to believe that that is a great way to get into the right I believe that I can have whatever I want everything's always working out for me one thing that we haven't really spoken about but is massive is well-being is the basis for everything if you don't have your health Mm -hmm. like physical mental emotional health it's it is really difficult to achieve these things you're going to burn out you're just gonna you're going to be working to achieve that health so I feel like well-being is the basis for everything so stay hydrated kids eat your greens all that good stuff but well-being is everything um what else two more tips just remember mental rehearsal so your mind doesn't know what's real and what isn't so stop lying awake at night thinking about worst case scenarios because your body's having a physical reaction to that it, you know when you watch a horror film and your heart's going boom 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 because your mind doesn't know that you're not being chased by a man with a knife like it feels like it's real so when you're in bed at night let's start thinking about all the amazing things that could happen 
because hey that's much better and you know what just say and this isn't true but just say none of this stuff works how good are you going to feel just by like feeling this stuff and thinking this stuff it does work but do you know what I mean just for the sake of an argument where people go oh rubbish but who cares would you rather spend your life feeling good about things or worrying about everything yeah and then the last thing is you are so powerful like I don't even think you understand how powerful you actually are there is so much creativity knowledge you have a voice all inside of you right now you've just got to allow 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 relax receive that abundance and let all of that out because the more you keep giving of your gifts the more gifts that you get oh wow I feel powerful now and one thing you just said is look after your health you then you get to enjoy your wealth that's basically it isn't it I agree with everything you said that was powerful oh I am so excited that she has been on here so just to just finalize really how are you going to hype up this session for those who are those who want to skip to the end to see what it's all about tell us what you what have you what is the last landing the slogan or last line you want to leave everyone with right so I feel like if you just one thing you can take away from this go and do it is is that believing yourself like don't wait for anyone else to tell you how good you are or that you deserve something. I think it's from you and it's going to be scary. It's going to be so, you're going to feel like you're going to shit your pants when you're going to step out and do those things and take action, but you have to do it and come to me, come to my school of confidence and I'll show you how to overcome that feeling. But that when you get that feeling, that's a good thing. That is a good thing because you know something amazing is about to happen. Uh, amazing. Now I'm going to leave Shardine's details, her next event, all below. Click on those links. Now you know this, you need to follow, you need to follow. You, you, your life is hanging in the balance because you need to follow this wonderful, juicy girl who's lady woman. Let me make sure it's very clear because she's going to really instill some amazing into your life. Like literally I am, I feel like I'm unstoppable. I really need to put some music on this. Like, I'm unstoppable. I'm going to try and get some music, but obviously copyright and stuff to make sure I can license and, you know, all that good jazz. But I want to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on Superwomen Can. For those who listen, please do drop your feedback below. Would love to hear your thoughts on what you've heard today. And... Thank you, thank you, thank you, Shardine. You have been amazing and inspirational and even motivational. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've actually really enjoyed this. I feel like I've hyped myself up a bit. Yeah, I do. I feel motivated. <laughs> Take care, everyone.